0: what's good what's heard out there everybody coming up on a new episode of six Sense. you guys you already know how i do it i bring you the latest in sports hip-hop entertainment political news world news all of it, and much more so don't forget you're listening to your boy blacker this is the six Sense. Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> but yo, my audience, I wanna you guys, what's going on, man? It's your boy Blacker. I've been on a hiatus since what July? I think was the last time I hollered at you catch, man. And so much has happened in between then and now. Uh, first and foremost, I just wanna give my apologies. How I just ended my show so abruptly uh about four months ago five months ago somewhere in there (laughs) but uh nevertheless though man we all you know what i'm saying you just gotta live life you know what i mean nothing major major in the sense of uh something bad you know what i'm saying happening anything like that man uh i just been living life man just been trying to make sure all priorities are in straight in line and taken care of I think, well, there's no thinking it. I'm quite sure I told you guys before I left uh, back in July that I was going to be a grandfather for the second time. That little baby is going to be due in uh, November in case uh, I didn't tell you guys the sex. It is a girl. Her name is Alaysia. So that's going to be my second granddaughter in the coming weeks. Uh, My oldest granddaughter, my booger butt, a.k.a. Zara, uh, she started pre-K uh last monday if i'm correct so shout out to her as well so that's what we do that's what we do shout out to the grandkids man uh yeah i like i said man i just been trying to uh you know get a lot of shit in order man so much so much things be happening man like it's just like this world is just chaotic and crazy you know what i mean i'm 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 still not vaccinated just in case any of you guys were wondering uh i have no plans or intentions to get this shot Uh, It has nothing to do with political views, religious views. I'm neither one of those anyway. uh, It's just me. It's just my preference. That's all. You know what I mean? And I've noticed, you know what I'm saying, the past, well, I, I would love to say the past few months, but it's been basically since the mask rule has been implemented in America, such as other countries as well. Uh, it's, it's just been chaotic, man. I mean, so I've, I've been on, I've been on a couple of flights, uh, earlier this year, you guys, I'm quite sure you remember, I went to Nevada to a Vegas rather. And, uh, there was this one woman on the way back who didn't really want to wear a mask. And then in between then and now, uh, just been so many cases like that on airlines. I also took a trip to Miami, me, the wife and uh, my son, we went, uh, probably when say, yeah, a month ago uh october the 8th to be exact it was my wife's birthday as well and my daughter was having a baby shower so we just combined it the two to some degree and uh did it like that man and uh yeah I, yo your boy Blacker, everything is all fine i'm healthy i'm in good shape i'm uh good health uh i didn't get sick on you guys or anything like that man just sometimes you just have to step away uh and like just do some vacation things and things of that nature man like i don't like a writer can sometimes get writers blocked you know what i'm saying and i guess sometimes that a talker can sometimes get talkers blocked as well so i think that's what had happened to me there were times trust me there were times when i was like okay today's the day that i go back and start doing podcasts and i was like no no today is not the day and next thing i know another week passes and next thing i know another week passes and the next thing i know it's a whole month has passed two months has passed three months has passed you know what i mean and uh yeah you guys i just wanted to definitely give you some insight a little bit of insight on uh you know what i've been doing the past couple months man i hope like hell i haven't lost all of my fan base but if i did no worries i'll just get all you asses back that's real talk That's real talk, man. But uh, yeah, um, actually, I'm 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 also down to like one car now, like so. This is very strange in my household. Uh, since 2007, if I'm correct, 2008, we've always had multiple vehicles. Uh, there was one point in time I want to say I think last year, maybe a year and a half ago, I had four automobiles. When COVID came, jobs were lost, income went down. Hey, gotta eat, you know what I mean? So I had to sell a couple cars, and you know, one of my cars, actually, one of my cars, you guys, uh, I had a white Honda Accord, and uh, my son went to work one day, shout out to my boy Vino, and he went to work one day, and uh, uh, a guy basically ran across the road in a truck and somehow hit my car which wasn't the only car out there but i guess it was in the bull's eye or whatever the case may be yeah so uh that was totally damaged you know what i mean i had the pictures from that i posted it on facebook a couple pictures and things like that my son was good because he wasn't in the car he was at work and the car was parked in the car uh in the uh his work parking lot and uh yeah man and you know like i say we all have trials and tribulations we all have obstacles that we have to either run through or you know you know defeat and things of that nature man my son he's 18 years old and he's been driving for the past couple years anyway so he's a very experienced driver he's drove drove in inclement weather uh the highway you know me you name it he's done it and uh so i always tell my kids listen i don't care you know what car you crash as long as you get to walk away from the accident i don't care about the car itself we can always replace the automobiles but i can't replace my kids that's real talk that's real talk so people how have you guys been doing i know uh since the last time i talked to you guys i'm quite sure uh, a lot of you listeners uh have been doing all sorts of things uh some of you guys are probably uh not too long ago getting back to work at a new job or possibly your old job you know what i mean and uh i'm that yo it, one thing i will say about this COVID, this whole COVID situation is that it brought a lot of Fuck it i'm not doing this anymore people out of the woodworks man like that was a time where you know any and everybody wouldn't mind working at a fast food restaurant, uh, convenience store, or something of that nature, man. And uh, people just got fed up with the shit, man, because of the pay rate, the pay rage. So, you know, a lot of people did not just up and go back to work you know once the covid restrictions had lessened a lot of people was like you know what fuck that you know what I'm saying a lot of people started to go into business for themselves I'm not talking about the people that got the pp uh, ppp loans <laughs> i'm not talking about them i'm talking about you know entrepreneurs people who actually had an idea or a dream or whatever and put it to works you know what I'm saying and ended up starting to make money for themselves you know what i mean and uh you know now i'm starting to see a lot of uh places now to where the minimum wage has spiked like there's this one posting and of course you don't believe everything you see on social media but there are some true things on social media i did my own work on this and uh it was actually facts so there's uh you got mcdonald's now throughout this country that's paying people like 21 dollars an hour now to cook fries and burgers bro like real talk like real talk man you got people doing that now no shit and uh you know a lot of uh sign-on bonuses is uh being displayed uh throughout the job market as well it's a lot of jobs out there i will say that man it is a lot of fucking jobs out there uh anybody that doesn't have a job at this moment including myself it's uh either you got a lot going on or you just don't fucking want one I have a mixture of both right now. I'm not going to even lie to you. <laughs> being away from being away from work, my God, man, uh, it has made me so fucking lazy. Like, yeah, it's made me so fucking lazy. Not lazy in the sense of, like, don't do any housework or anything like that. For anybody that knows me, know I love it. Try to keep my house as clean as possible. And uh, that it doesn't always go that way, especially when you have, like, a three-year-old toddler running around a lot of times but uh yeah man it's like my smoking habits increase man like my cigarette habit like you guys I used to be mm, I probably average maybe six close to a half a pack of cigarettes a day before COVID now I'm averaging like close to 15 cigarettes a day you know what I'm saying I know my wife look at me sometimes up on her breath be like god damn you smoke so many fucking cigarettes and I do and hopefully uh i am going to be able to do away with that nasty habit i the last time i told myself i was going to quit cigarettes it, i was 40 years old i was turning i was 39 about to turn 40 so i told myself that december when i was 39 i said uh come the new year you know what i'm saying get a jump on it before you turn 40 I said before you turn 40 you want to be done with these cigarettes man well, I'm four years into that, and I'm still smoking cigarettes. And my cigarette habit has increased, and they continue to increase the taxes on the cigarettes as well. And uh, no matter how much a pack of cigarettes costs, if you want to smoke, you're gonna smoke. It's that simple. Real talk, man. And uh, my, like, my marijuana habit has, oh, that increased like crazy. You know what I mean? Like, uh. You know, I'm like a twenty. I'm 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 basically a forty dollar a day guy. You know what I'm saying? That's like two hundred and eighty bucks a fucking week, or somewhere in that ballpark. You know what I mean? So I definitely have to cut back on this kind of shit. I swear, man. I love my bud more than I do my cigarettes. So if one has to go, it would definitely be the cigarettes. (laughs) Real talk, man. Real talk, you guys. So, man, I just spent the first ten minutes of the show, man. you know explaining myself as to what happened what i've been going through whatever the case may be and uh a lot of shit has happened uh in this country i i i really have to tackle this whole uh canceling culture all right so i guess the latest victim of the cancel culture you guys is dave chapelle i'm quite sure you guys watched uh i think it's called stoner don't correct his last uh epic with uh netflix is a uh, stand-up comedy and uh if you guys remember the previous uh stand-up comedy that he did on netflix he spoke about the lgbt community uh the transgender community and sparks flew there was a lot of outrage so, Dave come back on the new uh Netflix special that he just uh released, if I'm correct, last week or maybe a week, a couple weeks ago, somewhere between a week ago and a couple weeks ago. And uh, you know, for when I when I as I was watching it, you know, I was like, damn, Dave, stop, Dave, stop, stop talking about the LGBT community, the transgender community, all of that, just leave you guys, leave it to go. Leave it alone. I felt like Dave Chappelle when he first came out on the stage in his new special. He should have if, if you wanted to apologize or whatever the case may be, you should have apologized or you should have just left it completely alone. It seems to me that all he did was dug himself a deeper hole. Now make no doubt about it, Dave Chappelle is one of the most respected, if not the most respected comedian that's alive today. He's also been considered the GOAT. You know what i'm saying especially through the media and i won't argue that you know what i mean but uh i really got pissed off at the fact that it seemed like he was apologizing for some shit that he really didn't even have to apologize for you know what i mean and then he started to tell the story about meeting a transgender at a uh comedy club and they became friends and things of that nature ladies and gentlemen dave Chappelle is not a racist Dave Chappelle is not homophobe. Dave Chappelle speaks the truth. Dave Chappelle is one of the few comedians uh, that tell stories. Yep, you have, yep. You, have, you see, you know, in this line of work called comedy, you, it's, it's actually different branches. You know what I mean? Got, some guys that get on stage can make me laugh till my sides burst. And then I see him in a movie, and I'm like, yo, this dude is not funny. I like Kevin Hart. You know what I mean? Uh there's only a handful of comedians, you know what I'm saying, that, that that tell that tells or told great stories. Uh Red Fox was a great storyteller with this comedy. Uh Bill Cosby, great storyteller with this comedy. Uh my uh, Richard Pryor greatest storyteller man when he told the story about uh how he set himself on fire trying to freebase cope like bro nobody was doing this shit back in the 70s nobody was even speaking like that back in the 70s man and i always thought one of the greatest a uh, great comedian can always poke fun at himself but uh You know, Dave Chappelle has that dark comedy, you guys, and that's what I've always loved about him, that his comedy was dark, he would go places that I wouldn't say other comedians wouldn't dare, he just went places other comedians didn't go, you know what I mean, and, you know, his, another thing I like to let people know about Dave Chappelle, and I'm speaking about this man like I know him, but I don't, he's a very intelligent guy. You know what I mean? It takes an intelligent motherfucker or maybe a stubborn ass or maybe someone with too much money to walk away from $50 million. But that's what he did when uh he had the show, the Chappelle show, that came on Comedy Central about, what, 16, 18 years ago now? Yeah, because my son's 18. So, like, 18 years ago, you know what I'm saying, when he had the Chappelle show, man. And even back then, he was... Taking controversial topics and you know, just shining the light on them, man. Uh, he got a he got a lot of backlash for playing the guy, uh, Clayton Bigsby, the white supremacist that was blind and didn't know he was black. You know what I mean? Yo, that shit was super duper funny. That shit was super duper funny, man. And uh you know right after that skit, i remember him saying you know i know they are gonna cancel me for this one uh the time when him buck nasty and uh silky they went in it, and, and uh i think it was B U you was with him as well when they got in the time machine and went back to slavery you know what i'm saying and they shot the slave master and shit like that man he's had a lot of controversial skits in his show and he really didn't get the type of backlash that he got when it came to when it comes to the transgender community you know what i mean and uh it's not just been dave man it's also been like entertainers rappers quite sure you guys have already heard the story about the baby and what he said out of his mouth a couple months ago and then you have the latest on little boosie and how he you know what i'm saying when that Lil nas x and you know called him out his name and spoke about how you know he wish he killed himself and the world will be better off without him and like the only thing that really pisses me off man is that these straight rappers straight comedians or whatever sometimes it just seems like you guys walk dead into the hornet's nest like this is what they want you guys to do the more little speaks out against lil nas x the richer lil Nas x is going to get the more publicity he's going to get all right as long as you know as far as the baby's in, you know what I'm saying. Like, why did uh, you felt the need to speak in that manner? You know what I'm saying, and then try to cover it up with saying, "All my gay friends, all my gay friends who's not sucking dick, or all my gay friends who don't have AIDS, make some noise and all that kind of shit like that." Like, who the fuck cares if you have a gay friend or not? But here's what I read. Here's what I will say: If if Boosie and 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 the baby is not homophobic let me see you collab with Lil Nas X because whether you want to admit it or not and me personally I don't listen to his music it has nothing to do with him being gay I just don't listen to his music it's a lot of rappers out here who claim to be straight or whatever the case may be and I don't listen to their fucking music a lot of time my son puts me on to a lot of these rappers of today you know what I'm, saying? I'm 44 years old so you know i'm an 80s 90s early 2000 kind of cat but i still give the younger generation they props and things of that nature man real talk but uh you guys listen this whole culture i'm hearing people saying hey they're trying to push homosexuality They're not try they listen this is the way i feel i don't feel like the industry the music industry or Hollywood, for that matter, is actually trying to push homosexuality. Can't nobody make you be a a, a a homosexual. I know dudes that were molested by men as kids and they grew up straight. So it doesn't 100% have anything to do with being molested or anything to that nature. You know what I mean? Uh, music is music if you're good at it who who the fuck cares if you put on a, a dress Lil Uzi Vert puts on plenty dresses I like his music Russell Westbrook and wore a couple dresses I like his basketball skills you know what I mean just because you may do something in your life that I disapprove with doesn't mean that you shouldn't have a shot at stardom or anything of that nature and I disapprove of a lot of shit trust me I didn't like it when Vibes Cartel decided to use cake soap and bleach his fucking skin. I like the dark skin Vibes Cartel with the short hair. Give me that. Give me that Vibes Cartel. Some people like the dark skin. Michael Jackson Some like the light skin, whatever. Flip a coin. I don't give a fuck. My thing is, is that I don't care if you're gay, if you're straight, whatever. If you make good music and I like it, I'm going to listen to it. You know what I mean? Because I'm smart enough to understand that I could be listening to this thug hip-hop. Oh, they talk about shooting people and all that shit, which I'll get to that uh, again as well. And he could be gay as a motherfucker. But if he on the down low, how am I supposed to know? And then you find out that one of the best rappers of all time or some shit like that, or you love listening to their music, and you find out they are gay, is that going to stop you from listening to their music? I sure hell hope it doesn't. I sure as hell hope it doesn't. I never got too big on ball players and entertainers and things like that I've never looked up to those people as role models, man, because you have to understand that they are just like you. They are, they just make 10 times more fucking money than you do. And everybody in the world seems to know of them you know what I mean, so, at the end of the day, you know what I mean, they still put their jaws on one leg at a time, one Timberland at a time, you know what I mean, one sleeve and your shirt at a time. you know what I mean, so, man, we, to the, to the, you know, the boosies of the world, the babies of the world, you know what I'm saying, you got, man, just let the shit go, bro, like, don't feed into it, don't feed into it, hip hop is not going to turn 100% gay just because Lil Nas X is one of the leading artists <laughs> I mean football is not going to turn gay just because you know you got guys in the NFL that came out and play football you know what I mean we this whole gender shit is, 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 is nothing more than blinders to keep you from seeing what's really going on you know what I mean? Here's why hip hop would never put uh gay music or a gay artists to the forefront. Forefront for those who don't, for those who didn't know or forgot, uh, Drake album beat out Lil Nas X album. I think Drake was number one and X was number two. You know what I'm saying? But my, the point I'm trying to make is that the industry knows exactly what the fuck it makes its money off. The industry. Is gonna make money off of uh the LGBT community. You know, so I'm quite sure that community puts a lot of money in Lil Nas X's pockets. But make no mistake about it. The bread and butter with it of the way that the industry makes its money, that's never gonna die until young black ass decide to change the industry themselves. What sells the most? I'm gonna fuck you up, nigga. I'm gonna kill you, nigga. I'm going to fuck that bitch. I'm going to make that nigga eat my pussy. I'm going to shake my ass for these dollars. That's what generates dollars in hip-hop. All right? That's what generates. Because, believe it or not, that kind of hip-hop is spreaded out throughout this fucking country, in every ghetto, every nook and cranny. All right? And even even abroad, okay? So the music industry is not going to let that fizzle out they not gonna let that kind of subpar ass creativity fizzle out man they just not that's not what they do if you take the gangster out of hip-hop then all you gonna have really is Lil Nas X and those that come behind him with that genre of music the industry is not gonna take that out they will lose entirely too much money it ain't but one way gangster music gets taken out of hip-hop And that's for young black males or females to stop making the gangster music. Outside of that, it's not going to stop. It's not going to stop. So all of this, you know, getting bent out of shape, thinking that Lil Nas X and the rest of his little gay homies is going to come take over hip hop. It's not going to happen. Trust me on that. (laughs) That's real talk, man. That's real talk, man. So today I was gonna do an hour show, man, but I felt like I've said a lot, especially on this issue here. And so I'll jump into a few of these sports things. Now it's what week number eight in the NFL. It's been a lot of surprises. It's been a lot of uh damn, I ain't think I ain't see that coming. I didn't think that was gonna happen. Uh Let's go with the wide receiver from the Atlanta Falcons, if I'm correct. I think his name is Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley is one of the top-tier wide receivers in the NFL. And yesterday, to some degree, Calvin Ridley called the quits with uh, concerns over mental health issues. Now, the thing about mental health issues is that to some degree, we can't just look at a person and say, oh, they fucked up in the head. Like, sometimes they have to show the actions or they have to be you know what I'm saying? Say something verbally or something to that nature for uh, people to say, okay, this person has a mental health issue. I, I don't I don't want to poo-poo on the party. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to sound like the old guy that's telling the kids to get off. his long. But the one thing I do know is that when Naomi Osaka, the famous tennis player, uh, for those who don't know her, she got her stardom by beating the likes of Serena Williams uh, a couple years ago in uh, Wimbledon. And, uh, she was basic, I won't say she's the first athlete that I've heard speak about mental health issues, but she is the first one that comes to mind because of how recent it was when she, you know, took the stand on mental health issues, man. And it seems like at least one athlete per sport has, I don't want to say use it, but damn, that's what it started to feel like to me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's like I had Calvin Ridley in my lineup yesterday, man. For those who don't know, I played the hell out of uh fantasy football, MMA, uh, you name it, I'll bet on it. And uh I took him out, you know what I'm saying, because I always, you know, read all the injury notes and things of that nature about 10-15 minutes before kickoff. So I took him out my lineup, man, but you know, uh it's just crazy now to me how do is it a bad thing that players are coming out saying, hey, I have mental issues. I need to step away from the game for a while, get myself together. No, it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. It's only going to be a bad thing when it be starts to become a trend in a manner that it's just coming from out the left field. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, you know, as uh, one of the uh sports anchors that spoke about this issue to some degree a couple of weeks ago it was like listen when someone sprains an ankle or you know what i'm saying break something or something of that nature it's physically so we see it you know what i'm saying so we understand why he's on the chef where well, he has a bum ankle well, he has a broken finger you know what I'm saying? so we understand why he can't get out there and do it this weekend but when we uh, you hear about mental health and you're seeing in your eyes you're seeing this person or it looks it looks like that they're having a good time uh things that nature man like calvin ridley this guy he scores a touchdown he celebrates things of that nature so the last thing on your mind is that this guy has mental health issues or something of that nature but nevertheless that's exactly what happens and uh he stepped away from football indefinitely man and and uh he'll be sorely missed by the atlanta falcons organization and community as well uh Nothing I can only say uh get better, get well soon. I'm definitely gonna, I'm definitely gonna miss you on the fantasy football, but you know, I'm quite sure I could find another wide receiver to place you, man. But nevertheless, get well, Calvin Ridley, man, because mental health is an important issue. You know what I'm saying? I just don't want people to start taking advantage of it if you're doing if you're you know if your performance is starting to dip. You know what I'm saying? I don't want people to say, oh, it's mental illness. That's why I uh, dropped the pass or missed the game winning shot or, you know, whatever, you know, sport you play. I just don't want when you are on your downside because every athlete is going to suffer defeat. I don't care who you are outside of the hands of Floyd Mayweather. (laughs) You know, he may not have suffered defeat in the ring, but I'm quite sure he suffered defeat somewhere in life, even though it's not the same thing. However, though, man, uh you know, this whole mental health issue situation, man, is just super duper crazy. Uh also Jay Glazer, one of the uh announcers on NFL uh Fox that comes on every Sunday, he was open about it as well. He was doing an interview. Uh, man, I can't think of the football player's name. And when Jay spoke about it and said he went through the same thing as well, I was like, damn. You know what I'm saying? So you know it's not just uh athletes you know what i'm saying or you know famous people professions or whatever the case may be that suffer with this kind of illness this type of illness can happen to anybody uh i'm not sure if it's hereditary or whatever the case may be i haven't done a lot of homework on mental illness haven't done any homework on mental illness to be uh, exact i just listened to a lot of you know people who have went through it and heard some of the things that they have had to say man But yeah, uh, nevertheless, it's uh, an issue. A lot of sports athletes are dealing with that issue. And shout out to those who aren't afraid to talk about it. And shout out to those who are going to get help as well. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's all the time I have today, man. As always, I want to thank you guys. And this is not a, before I end this, this is not season number nine. This is still a continuation of season number eight. And I want to thank you guys for listening in. I listen, I hope to get my fan base back. I hope all you guys haven't deserted me. And as I said earlier, if you did, I'll get your asses back. On that note, man, I want to thank y'all for listening to your boy Black This is the Sixth Sense. I'm out. Peace.